Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hour three of the show. Here we go. Brian Baldinger at 1030. We go around the NFL. We talk Saints and NFL football with one of the best analysts right now anywhere covering the NFL. Baldy at Baldy NFL. We've got Sports Libs plus Moment of Zen from Antonio Brown of the Raiders. It's going to be a good hour. I will say I'm seeing on social media that Antonio Brown's feet, his frostbitten feet, made an appearance on Hard Knocks, and perhaps that fans weren't ready for that. I don't know if that's something that I need to see. (laughs) Frankly, our Blue Runner Gumbo opinion poll, if the Saints can only keep one of these receivers, you only get one. You only get one because we're putting you in the the process of what Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis have to go through, making some hard cuts. You only can keep one of these. Who are you keeping? Austin Carr, little Jordan Humphrey, or Emmanuel Butler? Butler running away with that vote a little bit, about 74% of the vote going to him last hour, kind of like I thought. But if he can't stay healthy, if he gets banged up again, might not be Butler. But which one are you keeping? Vote at WWL.com, radio.com app, and we will have a final tally for you at the top of the hour. I wanted to talk more Pelicans today as their schedule was released yesterday. Lots to get to there. Talked to Jim Eichenhofer about it yesterday. Now let's talk to Ollie Cosell about the Pelicans and that schedule, editor-in-chief of the Bird Rights, and he's on Twitter at Ollie Cosell. My man, how you doing? I'm doing great, Seth, and I was wondering about you just the other day, so it sounds like you made it back from your nice West Coast road trip, huh? Yeah, I, I made it back from the West Coast road trip. I came back, uh, started working, and then uh, had to have uh, surgery midweek last week. So then, uh, But I'm back now, Ollie. We're good. We're good. It's okay, like, don't scare me. No. <laughs> good to hear. <laughs> right. right. It's like, you know, they, they go through training camp like the NFL is going through. Guys get banged up, but they're going to be ready for the regular season. That's what I've been telling about it, everybody, right? It's our training camp. We're ready for regular season. That's all. That's all we yeah. need. Um, yeah, uh, go ahead. No, no. I was just, that's good because I mean, everything's on the up and up around here, right? The Saints have been staying floating high. Now the Pelicans have gotten their act together, including training in medical facilities. So yeah. If you need, if you need some medical advice, I think we know where to point you. Oh, that's, that's a good idea. I got to go knock on the the window of Aaron Nelson or something over there at. Uh, <laughs> Pelicans headquarters. Uh, look, yesterday the schedule released. The highlight of it, at least for most of the fans, was 30, 30 nationally televised games. We know why that is, Ollie. It's Zion, right? It's absolutely Zion. I mean, look, last year they had 20 national appearances, uh, but you can go deeper than that out of those 30. Two of them are going to be on ABC. But guess what? There's only eight other teams that play on ABC, and usually those are the perennial type of play uh, teams. Same thing with the ESPN telecast. They've got, they're going to be on ESPN 11 times this year. Only two other teams beat that, and it's the Warriors. And, of course, you can get the other one. It's the Lakers. So, yeah, Zion Mania has definitely taken over, and it seems like not only the major networks want to see them, but all the major sponsors that support the networks. I saw that most of those games are loaded through the first, what, three, four months of the season, then nothing late. Maybe the network's kind of realizing, you know, Pelicans might be pretty fun early in middle of the season, but might be out of it. <laughs> Playoff race come the end of the season. Is that how you, what you take away from that? 
I think that's smart. Plus, of course, everybody's going to be most interested in Steph, too, just to see this guy play in the first few games, right, 10, 20 games. Look, I remember when LeBron James came out, and they showed that very first game his rookie uh, of his rookie season against the Sacramento Kings. It wasn't supposed to be anything special, but, boy, from what I remember, the ratings were sky high. And then, of course, ESPN learned we better show Cleveland Cavaliers as much as possible. So I think, you know, everybody's evolved, moved around, and understands, look, Zion is likely going to be the next big thing. We've got to get him out there because, let's say, the Pelicans aren't a playoff team. So you're right. That's going to tune out a lot of people. So let's get them loaded up first three, four months when everybody's still kind of going to be in it. And they get Zion against the defending champs. No Kawhi there, but Toronto still should be pretty good. October 22nd, that's a Tuesday. That's that's a big-time matchup for any basketball fan. Absolutely. Playing on the first night of the NBA opening season, there's always just four teams, and you know two of them, right? It's always going to be the one that won the ring, and usually it's the runner-up as well. And sometimes they play each other, but not this time around. But it's great for the Falcons. You're absolutely right. I mean, can you set a bigger stage by just having every single basketball fan being tuned into one game, and that includes the Pelicans, of course, Zion, and everybody else? No, I, I can't. I can't. I'm going to be there, of course, with this with the show. Kristen and I were talking about it with the show. I'm not going to be able to see a lot of these games other than uh, right over my left shoulder here in studio. So you, you'll have a front row to it, Ollie. I won't. So I'm going to be calling you for all the updates, all right? Absolutely, but we got to get you out to at least one or two games this year, Steph. It's going to be special. Yeah, weekends. No, I, I got a weekends, maybe nights I'm off on the show Monday, something like that, Monday Night Football, if there's no conflict. We'll see. Uh, the, the beginning of the schedule, I, I just find it odd, to be frank, that the Pelicans' schedule for the last handful of years, including this year, is so front-loaded. But five out of the first, their first six games, playoff teams. Six out of their first eight are against playoff teams. I mean, this is a brutal opening, what, two, three weeks of the season. Yeah, and you can even extend it further than that. Three of the first four months, I think, if you go by Vegas over-unders, uh, and usually you can trust those estimates, Pelicans have one of the hardest schedules. And before the All-Star break, if you compile it all up, they have the hardest schedule. So, yeah, the numbers don't lie. So, you know, if they could hang around this 500, I think that would be a huge win. But personally, I'm expecting them to hover around like four or five games under that. And, that, you know, if they could just get to that, Seth, then after the All-Star break, you know, that's what you're looking at. A lot of teams are going to be coasting. The Pelicans have a soft schedule, March and April. So if they're right there, maybe around three, four, five games, you know, behind seventh, eighth seed, boy, they've got a good chance to make it because they can catch and make up a lot of ground over the last 15 games or so. Just got to survive that start. We're talking to Ollie Cosell, editor-in-chief of TheBirdRights.com, little Pelicans basketball, Pelicans schedule release yesterday. What else stood out to you in this schedule, Ollie? Well, I, I personally like some of the matchups. That's what you want to look at, right? The juicy stuff when, when they face the Lakers for the first time. And, of course, that's going to be on November 27th. Incidentally, the day before the Pelicans, or excuse me, the Saints take on the Falcons. So, boy, that Thanksgiving weekend is going to be ultra special. So mark that on your calendars, Wednesday, November 27th, hosting the Lakers. And of course, hey, guys, Anthony Davis, we got to boo the guy, right? <laughs> you think course, so. Next month. <laughs> Yeah, there's so many good matchups that really, you know the West is low, but I'm particularly interested to see, honestly, how Zion fares against Giannis Antetokounmpo. You know, they they uh, play the Milwaukee Bucks in December, and that really kicks off, I think, the hardest stretch. December 11th through about January 11th or so, there's no cupcake whatsoever. So even though the start, and you've mentioned, everybody's talked about, is tough, I think that December through January stretch is going to be the toughest, and that's going to make or break the season. 
Ollie, I, you and I think David Grubb also wrote a piece. You co-wrote the piece that Bird writes that I thought was really good. I think it was what earlier this week, maybe it was last week, about the Pelicans' closing lineup this next year. You kind of projected that. I really liked it because we've talked about it on the program a lot. What lineup are they going to go to late? Are they going to put Zion at the five? Are they going to uh, uh, take uh, favors out? Are they going to go a little smaller? What did you write there, and what do you expect this lineup and uh, rotations to look like? Yeah, we definitely can pencil in Drew Holiday, right? One of the best players in the league, uh, top guy on our team, top 20 player in the league. He's going to be definitely a staple. I also think, honestly, Derek Favors is going to be closing out a lot of games uh, simply because of the fact you need a good rim defender. You need somebody that's going to close down the paint and conversely on offense, offer that perfect pick and roll option and clean up on the boards. And, you know, even though Zion, you know, you want to see him grow into kind of the role where he can play a lot of five. I'm not expecting too much, and I don't think the coaching staff's going to put him in that position either. So, you got Holiday, got Favors, and you got to have some shooting right with those two guys. There's none, or there's, I should say, few better than Reddick, right? Maybe outside of Steph and Clay, I can't name another guy that can shoot the ball, create that kind of gravity, as well as J.J. Reddick. So, those three, they're finishing every, every game for me. I guess you have to have Zion, right? I mean, he's probably going to sure. have some lumps. He's going to have to have some back games, but you got to have this guy learning. I mean, if he's going to turn into the star that we all hope he will, you got to give him every chance. Zion's a fourth. Yeah, uh, Ollie, you still there? No, we lost Ollie. Let's see if we can get him back. Let's, let's squeeze in a break right here as we're, we're up against the clock anyways. We'll squeeze in a break. We'll see if we can reconnect with Ollie Cosell. Lost a, a cell phone there. Ollie did. I was really intrigued about what he was talking about there with the closing lineup. We'll do that when we come back here on The Last Lap. Chatting with Ollie Cosell of the Bird Rights about the Pelicans. Ollie's on Twitter, at Ollie Cosell. Schedule released yesterday. I, I'm always curious to know what everybody think Zion, what kind of season he's going to have this rookie year. Have you done anything on that, projecting what he might do this year and what realistic expectations are, Ollie? Yeah, we actually did another one of those where we all chimed in over at the Bird Rights, and I'm one of the higher ones on him having an outstanding year where he's going to come out of the gate. I feel like Seth, there's all sorts of talents, right, to come in the league. And a good comparison here, I think, to make is Anthony Davis where he came in and we know what we got with him. He was kind of a meeker player, kind mm-hmm. of more of a follower. As for Zion, he's got more of that killer mentality. So even though I expect him to play a lot of that team ball, he's not going to force the issue. Um, I still think he's going to get those numbers. I think he's going to fill up the stat lines almost on a nightly basis to where I'm thinking he's going to, in the first 20 games, I'm thinking averages of 18 points, about eight rebounds a game. He's going to get about three assists. And it's really those block and steal numbers. Combined, I'm looking for about three. So maybe a block and a half, block and a half steals. I, I think he can fill it up. Simply that talent is going to play. His aggressive mentality, it all bodes well. Yeah, that sounds like a fantastic year for me. You know, you mentioned Anthony Davis. I haven't asked you about this yet. Anthony Davis never said farewell to the city or the fans. I understand why he wouldn't to the organization. No Instagram posts, no ad, no billboard, nothing on social media. I don't think he said anything in interviews either. Is are we ever going to hear anything from him? Is is anybody going to call him out on this? I mean, this seems like something that you just don't do anymore in the NBA. Looks like we lost Ollie Cosell uh, there again. So not sure what happened. Uh, and you know what? I'll, uh, maybe Ollie probably uh, driving somewhere. I, we're up against the clock anyways with him. So I will just look. I'll end with that and I'll throw that question to you, the fans. Are we ever going to hear that from Anthony Davis? I don't think we are. And it's 
kind of surprising to me that nobody's calling him out on that. We've called him out on this show a little bit. I mean, if this was LeBron James leaving the Lakers and never saying goodbye or never saying goodbye to Cleveland, we'd hear about it. I don't know why Anthony Davis spends seven years here, puts the organization and the fans through what he did over the last few months, doesn't say goodbye, and then it's just like, oh, oh well, whatever. I don't know. Maybe maybe we shouldn't expect goodbyes from athletes. I don't know. I don't know. Ali Cosell's on Twitter, at Ali Cosell. Again, great website. You need to check out The Bird Rights. If you're a Pelicans fan, should have that bookmarked. He's the editor in chief there let's bring on in logan falgu for a little sports libs tonight logan behind the glass our studio producer what's up man uh oh, nothing much how you doing i'm okay i'm okay i'm still recovering from you know the the stuff um, the surgery i had last week so i'm okay i'm okay let's just say this chair is a lot more comfortable than the one i have in my office so i could i could be here in the studio all night long all right well first up here for sports libs we have Blank will come from the Saints practicing at L.A. Measuring stick will come from the Saints practicing in L.A. And not really from the game. I'm not really worried about the game too much, the final score of that game or the drives that we're going to see from that game. Yeah, that's, that's important, but I want to know what Zach, what Deuce, what Steve Geller are seeing when they practice together on Thursday and Friday because they're going to be able to set up the drills they're going to be able to go back and do things again and have more time working against each other on opposite sides than they will even in game action. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking for that measuring stick to see where the Saints stack up against what everybody figures is a Super Bowl contender in the Los Angeles Chargers. All right, next up here we have, I'm going to be looking for blank in the next Saints game. Something from Marcus Davenport in the next Saints game? Just just give me something, Marcus. That's all we're looking for. Like a pressure, a sack, a tackle, blowing by one of the offensive linemen. Nice little swim move, nice little spin move. Show me something. Show us something that we can come back here on the air on Monday and say, hey, see, Marcus Davenport's fine. Like I said, we haven't seen anything from him, so that's what I'm looking for. Just something, anything from Marcus Davenport. All right, next one, up, next one up here we have the Pelicans are going to blank with Zion this year. They're going to be must-watch television with Zion this year. I've said this for months. Might not be a playoff team, might be right around 500, certainly aren't going to contend for a championship unless something really goes awesomely right for Pelicans fans. But they will be must-watch TV. This is going to be one of the fastest pace-of-play teams in the NBA, if not the fastest. They've got shooters. They've got stars and maybe one of the biggest stars now on the planet in the NBA and Zion. So, yeah, they're going to be must-watch TV. All right. Next up here we have people need to keep their eyes on blank right now. Just in general. Yes. Can I change? Can can we not on Antonio Brown's feet? And answer it that way. They need to keep their eyes on anything but Antonio Brown's feet. Go Twitter it or Google it. It just the pictures are everywhere now. Antonio Brown's feet. Yes, Hard Knocks and the HBO camera crew. Antonio Brown actually took off his socks and showed us what was happening there, and it's not pretty. I can understand why he's not practicing. I couldn't practice there. In fact, I'd probably call in sick because I couldn't walk up here to work. Forget football. I'd just be like, yeah, I'm going to do the show from home. Yeah, it's nasty. So don't look it up, but look it up. All right, and last one up, we have LSU football needs to blank this season. You give me these a lot, and i got to come up with different answers, so i got to be really creative here. LSU football needs to not worry so much about Alabama this season. 
like they have every single year, really since Nick Saban took that job. Don't worry so much about Alabama. Take care of your business elsewhere. Heard Ross Dellinger today on one of the local sports radio programs saying he doesn't expect LSU to win that game in Texas. Hopefully LSU's focused on Texas, Mississippi State, Auburn, Florida, everybody else but Alabama. I think they are. I think this is a different program under Coach O than it was under Les Miles. Let that Alabama game take care of itself. You don't have an extra week to prepare for that game because you're bye weeks then leading up to it. All right, and that's it? That's it. But that's not it for us. All Saints fans in the audience, you know your VIPs to us, and that's why we want to send you to the new Saints VIP tailgate at Benson Tower. You can listen to Sports Talk. That's that, you know, the show with the two yahoos before us, Christian Garrick and Bobby Bear, every weekday during training camp to win a pair of tickets. Here's what you get. Three hours before Saints home games, all you can eat, all you can drink, premium open bar. Not just an open bar, apparently a premium open bar. Delicious buffet from Food Network celebrity chef Aaron May, and that's right next to the Dome. Overlooks Champion Square at Benson Tower. You can listen to Sports Talk with those three that I talked about, Bobby, Christian, and Deuce, too. He's a Yahoo, too. Every weekday during training camp. And then when you hear Cam Jordan's cue to call in, you call into the number. They usually do caller number nine. You can win some tickets to that Saints VIP tailgate at Benson Tower. That's from our partners at BullseyeEventsGroup.com and Saints Radio, WWLAMFM, and .com. Quick notes. Game tickets are not included in this. We'll take a break when we come back. I got to play Brian Baldinger for you. He was on Sports Talk earlier today. Excellent stuff from Baldy. We'll do that next. I'm Seth Dunlap. Logan's here too. It's the last lap on WWL. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.